Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. I'm your host, Kyle Miller, and I'm on a mission here to bring the stories and insights of extraordinary individuals who've paved their way with their own success, right? Um, and doing so also transformed lives of other people and people in their communities. And so I'm, I'm really excited to, to bring this guest on today. Um, I've really got to know him. Had some in the past, I swear, in the past like 15, 20 minutes, we've had conversations, and I feel like, I mean, he's, he's like a brother already. Thank you. Um, and, and I really want to welcome you all to Gilbert Price. Gilbert, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Kyle. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. We, uh, so, Gilbert, you own First Class Detailing. Correct. And that's a, that's a car detailing company. Can you tell me a little bit about you? Tell me a little bit about the company and what, what you all do. The company has been open since 99, a former employee of a tire store here in Charlottesville. Um, I didn't take the business on by choice, but I've embraced it, and I've enjoyed the people who come to me. Uh, we do exceptional work. Uh, we make people comfortable when they're there. Uh, their family, their cars belong to the family. And um, my biggest goal with first-class detailing is to give them a, the perfect job, I, the best job I can give them as fast as possible with the least inconvenience. Yeah. So, so with that, right, so you're going in, so you're, you're a car deal tailor. Mm-hmm. So do you pick up cars from Yeah, we from do pick clients? up, uh, like I told you, Kyle, whatever's yeah. comfortable for you. Yeah. If you're comfortable with me driving a car, I'll pick it up. If you're comfortable riding with me, I'll be glad to have you. But if you're not, then you have to find an arrangement to get it to me. But everyone's welcome. The doors are open. We leave a crack in the door for those who left. Come on back. <laughs> so you were telling me a little bit about how your journey got started, mm-hmm. right? And how, and you and just kind of mentioned it as well. You were an employee. How did, how did you go from employee to business owner? And what were some of those transitions that you had to like learn and overcome and like grow into that? Well, I can say I got fired, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I got, I lost my job. Um, in 99, and I was a little discouraged because I felt I was better than anyone there. Um, and I started working for a local newspaper on their farm. I hated it, um, but I did what I had to do. And then the same guy who fired me showed up uh, probably a year later and helped me start first-class detailing. Um, since then, it's been a journey. Yeah, I, I really love it, though, because people come around and you get to talk to them. Um, I'm good at what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm bragging a little bit, but I am. I'm that good. That's I'm what sorry. you're here for, right? Tell us how but, good you uh, are. We, de- we clean for the dealerships. For all those who get their cars clean at the dealership, they're coming to me. So you are actually the ones, like the, the car dealerships. Some of them, yes. Will, will send you their cars yes. to get detailed for what? For the client, for them to take home? Yes. Right? They send it over if they're busy. That, that's we, who they yeah. send to you because mm-hmm. they know you're going to do a good job. Yep. So if you want that clean, clean car smell. Yeah. Right? And it's a, it, we, we can have it down packed. I, I can't, it's a secret. but Yeah. And I know it is because everybody comes back like, wow, this car smells great. Right. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And I walk them to the car. To make sure everything's okay and they're comfortable. And I always say, if you have a problem, just reach out to me. Yeah. Call me back. And it's been great. But, uh, I mean, I like to talk. So, it's, it's been good for me. Uh, it's been a journey. Um, but it's been 22 years now. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to, uh, to be better myself. Right. With someone else's help. Um, 
Well, what are with that journey? You know, it's been it's been a journey, right? Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you learned along the way? Like, were you always good at customer service and always able to talk to well, the clients? Well, since when I left uh, the the uh, tire center here in Charlottesville, yes, I had customers coming in there asking for me by my nickname, which is Boo, uh-huh. um, all the time. And the guy that I worked for basically just gave me free reign. He was like, "Boo, they, you do whatever you need to do." Yeah. Um. So. It, I just like people, man. And right. um it's been it's been tough. Uh I'm grateful. Yeah. The, the guy who helped me, he's been a super person. His him and his brother, his whole family, his wife, everybody's been like my own family. Right. So the struggle hasn't been that tough. When I get down, he's always there to give me a little bit of a hand. Right. Um sometimes not financially, sometimes it's just advice. Right. Or he'll be like, boo, you just need to stop thinking about it. You'll figure it out. You know what to do. You just start thinking. Right. I didn't take that as an insult. Right. You know what I'm saying? I took that as a compliment. Like, Well, well, sometimes we do. We get in our own ways. We create these narratives, and, and we stay in this, this um, succession of, of constant telling ourselves these stories in our head. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And, and typically, as entrepreneurs and business guys, like we bring in the worst-case scenario, mm-hmm. right? Oh, well, i got to get this done, and this, this is going to – we got to make sure this. And that, and that just keeps going. And so sometimes to step back, clear the slate, right? Yeah. And really think about what's going on. What are our real problems? Yeah. You know, what's the real problem that's going on? Let's fix that yeah. first. Yeah. And then if we fix that, the, the biggest one – Probably the, all the little problems, they go, go away, away too. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and then we also have these, these cash flow problems, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we got payroll this week. We got we got to get this car, this car, this car done. We mm-hmm. got to make sure that they're right, right? Yeah. We got to make sure that the customer likes it. Yeah. And so there, there's a lot that goes into, you know, business. Yeah. Because if we look at every business there is out there, it's all it's all pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Customers, clients. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's why I looked around when I, was, when I started and I said uh, – what could I offer that was different right. than any other de- detailer? Which that's a huge thing to say. Um, customer service, right? When we were at the tire dealership, um, people were glad to come in there, right? Because they were going to see me, they were going to see my vents, and we were going to be talking trash and having a good time and doing good work, right? And they felt like they could come up and talk to us. So right. when I started my business, I, I wanted to just do the same. I wanted to copycat. I wanted to do the same thing. I kind of mimicked myself after one of my mentors, who was the guy I worked for, and he was always at work. Right. He was there when we got there. He was there when we left. So I said, when I get, in, when I get settled in this business, I'm going to mimic some of the things he did. Right. And it's worked. I like for people to come there and be comfortable, not just to get the cars clean. Right. You know? It's, it's not a transaction. It, 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 for, it's not a straight transaction. No. It's a, I want to make sure that everything's good. Yeah. And with, with that type of business, that's the only differentiator. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If everybody can clean the car the same, you all got the same products. Yes. You got the, you got same, the same products. You, 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 it's, there's only so many, so many different ways you can do it, yeah. right? Yeah. So the only thing that's going to set you out apart between anybody else is... Customer, customer service. service. Yeah. So if you have better customer service, people are going to want to do have that transaction again. Why yes. do you think? Why do you think Chick Fil A is so successful? Exactly. When you go in there, you're treated very with polite. respect. Yeah, respect. You got that right. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know. And we talked about that. That's the biggest problem with the world is respect. Yeah. Respect each other. Res- Move forward. I mean, we all here for the same common goal. Yeah. So what's the argument? <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Like let's move past this. 
But with my business, I, I didn't intend to detail cars. It was something that I stumbled across after I lost my job. Uh, I really didn't know what to do. Yeah. And I can't say that I like it. It pays well. Yeah. I've, I've really met a lot of people. Well, here's, the, here's also the misconception, mm-hmm. I think, with business, right? People think, oh, find a business you love, and that's the business that you're going to be in. Mm-mm. No. No. I, I mean, I'd be out skiing all the time. That, <laughs> that's the business that I yeah, would be, and I yeah. wouldn't make any money, yeah. right? Um, and then I've also had where my hobbies turned mm-hmm. into work, and mm-hmm. then I hated it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, i got to do this every day? Yeah. I, I was big into the weightlifting and that okay. kind of stuff, and then I turned into, you know, um, personal trainer uh, – um, graduate assistant for you know strength training and that type of mm-hmm. stuff, and I was like, I do not want to do this every day. Right? <laughs> I feel like that sometimes. With the but it, but it's not about what we love, right? Yeah. What we're good at, yeah. right? And what what we can do to help people's lives. Detail in a car is just something that we do, yeah. right? It's a it's a business. I, I feel like some people. I, that's where I think people go wrong sometimes. I feel like the business gives me a voice. Yeah. For the people who don't get to hear me. Yeah. I'm the everyday people. Yeah. I'm just, and I want everybody to know, we all, we all walk the same. Right. Like, I'm here to provide a service and to, if I can educate you while you educate me, let's learn from each other. Right. So it stops the hate. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just that simple. I, I want them to feel more than comfortable there. Yeah. It's that simple. Well, I, you know, we'll get into that, but I think you probably need to be uh, running for politics. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you're just more of an advocate. Um, <laughs> For, for well, I say politics. I don't want to relive my past to better your future. Yeah, and if you can stop that, yeah, and I run for politics, right? Because if I hadn't never made any mistakes, I wouldn't know what I know. Right. Exactly. Okay. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So why would I run for office? And you bring up something that happened when I was in elementary school. If right. that be the case, no. Yeah, and I love you, but. I don't love you that much to, right. for you to embarrass me. Like, it's gotten out of control. Let's stick to the basics, the politics. Don't worry about what yesterday. Right. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, no, I would not run for politics. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Unless no. I could have, if I could run with a voice and not a face, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Because then you don't know who you're voting for. Yeah. Other than what I said. Right. Yeah. I don't ever need to be seen. That's not my goal. My goal is to put the word out, not to be the spokesperson. I yeah. don't need to face be the face of the the face of change is not Gilbert. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm here to educate and be educated. I'm not the leader. We're in the draft together. Yeah. You know, you might be up front today, I might be up front tomorrow. Right. But as long as we stay together, we go together. Well, that that's um I mean, that's that's kind of all in business too, right? When you get the the whole thing with with the business aspect, we, you go alone, you don't go very far. No, you know, um, you go together, you you get you go a lot further. Yeah, and and I think in business and building teams, mm-hmm. right? You you how many employees do you have? Just one, me and another guy. You and another well, guy. Things are so tough trying to hire a grown young person. Right. That I've had to hire a retired grown person. Right. Because I said the power has been taken from the parents. And the kids don't know how to go out and earn a living. They don't know how to work? No. And I had a lady ask me if her son could work for me. Uh-huh. And this is, I mean, no disrespect, ma'am, none at all. Um, and she, I said, well, uh, what is your son like? She's like, well, da, da, da. I'm like, well, does he get along with his father? She's like, no. Well, I'm like, no, he can't work for me. Right. She's like, why? 
If he don't respect his parents, he's not going to respect me. Right. I have customers here that deserve some respect. I can't get into an altercation with this guy right. on the job. That's well, bad business. That's an interesting perspective you know what I'm on, on She didn't like it, but I think she understood it. Like, hey, you got right. You got to teach to preach. You can't. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. You can't just throw this guy over here and expect me to fix him. Yeah. I got issues myself. Right. That's, that's, that's interesting. Um, well, on the cars, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get into, I, I want to go further into that conversation, <laughs> but I, I want to make sure I, I hit, hit yes, the business sir. and, and, you know, give you all the accolades that, that you need on this. Um, with, with the cars, and mm-hmm. you have the dealerships bringing you cars mm-hmm. and, and turning them out, and, you, yep. and, you're, and you're going about that. Um, like, what's, I'm sure you get some pretty cool cars in there, right? Yeah. A lot of Mercedes. Bentley's. Bentley's everything. Yeah. Name it. No, no uh, Lamborghinis or nothing like that. I don't know. How many are in town, though? Oh, they're here. They're here? Oh, yeah. A couple of them. No more than that. Yeah? Yeah? There's money here. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I, okay. <laughs> you would know more than me. Yeah, it's here. Um, yeah, I... I work for, I was telling you, I work for customers I haven't even met. I've worked for 10, 15 years for these people right. based on uh, me being passed down, so to speak, from my last customer. And they're like, oh, you need to get call him. He's a great guy. Right, referrals. And I worked for a lady for over 10 years now. I've never met her. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. And I go to their houses early in the morning and nobody questions me. Right. And it's a great feeling. Yeah. And I, it feels good to me because I know they, they, they are happy with me being there. Right. And they trust me. And it right. makes me feel good because I know they trust me. Right. And I am that good. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want nothing from you other You're than that guy. business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, if you want to sit down and have a conversation, let's sit down. Yeah. But, yeah. like you said earlier, you have to be so careful what you say so you don't hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, like I told you, if you want to know what people think, go talk to your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Cut the television off because it doesn't know your neighbor. People are people. Uh, some of my best help has come from my neighbors. How about that? Right. And they may not look like me. They may have and they may have not. I really don't care. Right. They're my friends after that. Now, I, lo- I love your position on this. And I love I like when I first met you, you just started talking. <laughs> and it almost like you gave me permission to like yes. have this conversation. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, you know, thinking about it, I, I would love to have this conversation because I'm open minded. I want to mm-hmm. talk, but I don't want to offend anybody. How would, offend me. how would, uh, how would, like, how do, how do you go about breaking that ice down so it's, so it's not, um, not, it's not, con- not Meaning, confrontational. Meaning, if I was to talk to somebody different. different from me, that looks different. Yeah. Like when I, when I walked in uh-huh. and you were sitting there mm-hmm. and we started talking mm-hmm. and then you, you made it easy to talk about stuff, you know? You did too. I, well, I, like I said, when I, when you came up to me, you didn't look like you were fearful in any way, which you shouldn't have been. Right. And you was like, Gilbert? And I'm like, yes. And I put my best foot forward. Right. You opened up. Right. I opened up. Your eyes were open. You were looking at me. You were interested in what I was saying, even though I was rambling a little bit. <laughs> So you got to give yourself some credit, too, mm-hmm. and stop. Uh, like I told you, speak to somebody. Speak to them. How you doing? Keep on going. Right. It's not for them. It's yeah. for you. But how do you build up? I can do that all day long, right? I can make anybody feel like when we get in, have a conversation, mm-hmm. like 
that, that's what I feel like I do pretty well mm-hmm. at, to have those conversations. I come in, it's just me and you. The yeah. whole world is blocked out. We're having the conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, I've been told by my wife that, that like, I do a really good job at that. <laughs> um, and I'm like, thanks. But, like, but how do you bring up those difficult conversations? Because your business is great. I love what you're doing. I mean, you do, you do really good work. But then I, you, you're bringing up the customer service, and I think this is part of – how you how you actually get business because if no. anybody asks me do I know a detailer now I, I'm Gilbert well if you pull it up it's gonna come to me first anyway yeah okay. and everybody that comes even man came today he said I came because of your reviews I I like the way people talk about you right and he and I he happened to be a Christian man and he and he said something to me that caught my ear yeah but he walked away so when he came back we sat down and had a discussion and it was a very good conversation right. And I don't know how it gets started. I just you can feel it. You can tell when you're dealing with somebody who doesn't have the knowledge, not necessarily the hatred. They just don't have the knowledge of the other person they're talking to. Right. And like I say, the TV makes you think that everybody hates each other. It's not so. I, yeah. It's not so. I, These people come here. I, I, they, I have a, a couple customers that aren't even in the state, and their kids go to university. And um, I told the lady, I said, well, when I finished the car, you just mailed me the checks. For three years now, she's been like, when I come to Charlottesville, I got to meet you. I've never met anybody who's willing to wait on their money. I'm like, it's a couple hundred dollars. I would say, isn't our friendship worth more than $200? Right. She'd be like, yeah. I'm like, well, then I'm not worried but you paying me. Right. And it just, one guy, his daughter was having a situation, and I, I called him, and he was out of town. I was like, if something happens, she could come here. Right. But I'm going to call the police immediately. Right. And he was so grateful because he's in like Ohio, Oklahoma or somewhere. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. I'm right. not necessarily a detailer. I'm here to a communicator. Right. You know what I'm saying? Make people anybody who wants to feel safe, mm-hmm. learn something, come on by. Yeah. I'm not I just don't like the way the world looks. I'm losing friends behind the world. Right. I don't like that. Right. I don't want to take sides. If you like the color blue, okay. Right. I don't. That's not an argument. You know? Yeah. It's not an argument. Just because I like something and you don't doesn't mean that that And if you feel like it's us. going to be an argument, let's not talk about it. Right. Especially not in depth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, what do you say about, like, how do you go about having that conversation with people who don't want to have that? Like, obviously, you don't have the they conversation. They walk off most of the time. Yeah. And do you have you lost a lot of friends by like or just people that you thought you knew just by trying to have conversations like this? Nah. No, uh-uh. I had guys come out of prison and come talk to me that I didn't even know. Yeah. And I tell them the same thing. If you want change, it starts with you. Period. So personal responsibility. Yeah. You're gonna keep doing the same thing as my mom say you you're gonna keep getting in the same trouble. Right. Like, and again, um, in the low-income neighborhood, there's not a lot of father figures. I ain't talking about a man with a job. Right. I'm talking about a man with some discipline. Right. Some direction. Show him how to treat a woman, how to be a man, how to be a provider for those women who want providers. Right. Some of them don't, and that's fine. Right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I feel like they're lost, and they're grasping for strings, and they're coming from the television. People who are not good examples. They see their money. Right. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it's like a carrot dangling in your face because there's only one out of a million of them that has money. He, he doesn't represent me. Right. You know, I'm not buying your 
take music, uh, Bible, I'm not Bible book, or just so you can get richer. Right. Now that you're there, turn around and bring me somebody with you. Right. Like the guy did for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? He didn't forget about me. I thought he had. 15 years later, he showed up and asked me, was I ready to retire? Like I told you, it isn't taught mm-hmm. in my community. That isn't a race. Right. It wasn't taught in my school. Right. It isn't a race. You right. know, um, opportunity is a little different. Yes. But I don't, I'm not laying on that branch. Yeah. You know, like I said, opportunity is chance. I can do it. Right. And oh, look, st- say that quote again, because I thought that quote- opportunity and chance, chance and opportunity. Give me a chance. I'll take the opportunity. Give me the opportunity. I'll take the chance. I love but that. You, this man believed in me. Right. And why and when, do you, but here, here's the thing. Why do you think he believed in you? I don't know. Because. Man, he, I, I was awful. I, I'm, he had to have seen something in you. He says I had integrity. Integrity. Now explain that. I, I don't know what that means. I know what it means, but. I don't, I don't deserve a tag. I mean, I don't. Mm-mm. But that, I mean, that's that's a core. Like, like th- that's th- you need that. I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful because he's a great person. And yeah. He's uh, even when I made huge mistakes with the real estate stuff after, uh, and I'm like, hey man, I have any money? And he right. just laughed at me and he said, I knew you were gonna do what you did. Yeah, that's why I didn't give you enough money. Right. Instead of him scolding me, that was edu- that was a learning lesson. Right. I'm not mad at you. Right. Because I knew you were gonna make that mistake. Right. But you ain't gonna make it again. Exactly. That's that's the other thing. I get so frustrated with people who don't want to go out and push. And this is going in mm-hmm. taking the first step in that business, taking the first step in anything in life because they think they're gonna fail. Right. You're gonna fail at everything the first time. But I didn't have a choice. I was fired. I was out of work. I'm gonna have a choice. Yeah. But you got you're making steps. Well, it came from my my parents, my sister, um, her being my sister being an example, my parents being an excellent example. My dad did not tolerate sitting around the house. You going to work or you going to move? Right. It's just that simple. Right. But he loved me through it. You understand what I'm saying? It's tough love. Yeah, but if well, we've taken that away. Absolutely, we want to baby so everybody. So how are you expecting me to get him to work when he who's going to discipline who? Where's the gratitude? Where's the respect? Where, where'd that go? Right. And you want me to hire this guy to work for my friends? To work with my friends, my customers? Oh, right. no. That won't happen. Yeah. They, they deserve what they've been getting for the last 15 years. And I don't think that you can fit the script, so to speak. Right. Not having any knowledge. Uh, stuck in neutral. Blaming the world. That, it's interesting. I had a conversation with my son. He's 12. Mm-hmm. We were out throwing the baseball the other day, and the ball got a little wet, mm-hmm. right? And he threw it, and it went, like, right in the dirt. And he was like, oh, the ball was wet. I, I walked up to him. I handed him the ball. I <laughs> like, said, I don't want to hear excuses. No. The, yes, the ball was wet. But anybody else, I was, I was throwing the ball with you, and I, the ball was wet for me, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I said, it's your responsibility. Everything is going to rely on you. When you grow yeah. up, it's all on you. all you. Everything that you do in life mm-hmm. is your responsibility. It's mm-hmm. nobody else's. No. None. No. I said, if I go out, if I drive out this driveway right now, and I go down the road and I hit a, car, I hit a deer, right? I said, it's my responsibility. It's not the deer's fault. No. I could have left a minute earlier. Yeah. I could have left a minute sooner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it all comes back on me. And when we start saying, hey, that's my fault, my bad, I had a... Um, it, 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 it changes things. I had a, a Coach Carter um, 
not the movie, mm-hmm. Coach Carter <laughs> from, okay. from, uh, from Fluvanna High I School. I went to Fluvanna. Yeah. I graduated in 90. 90? Mm-hmm. So you know Maurice Carter? Mm-hmm. I went to school with Maurice. Yeah. Well, I went to school with his brother, Marcus. Mar- yeah. Marcus, yeah. Mar- I'm sorry. It was Mark- Maurice was the principal. Yes, Maurice is older. Yes. I went to school with Marcus. So Marcus, but I, I like Maurice too. Mm-hmm. And he, he was always well-spoken. Yeah, just, he, well, he has been. I he haven't seen him since high school. We walked, through, high, we walked, through, the, um, walked through, the, uh, through the through the hallways one time, and he, he pulled me over. He was, a, he was a principal, and I said, uh, he said, Kyle, he said, what do, you, what do you think's wrong with all these kids? And uh, I looked at him. I said, it starts at home. Yeah, we said that. And he, I said that to him when I was in I guess, he, ninth, 10th grade, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was like. Yeah, but if you allow... Uh, Black words of government to dictate how you raise your kids. Nobody's saying you can throw them out the window. Right. But they have to learn some respect so they can teach their children to how to respect. Because they're going to have children on top of children. Right. And right now we got children who the parents can't conversate with. And the state <clears throat> hires people to take them from you who don't have kids. Right. So how is a person with no kids going to raise my child? That's another conversation. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Marcus. We were playing football. He was a, he was a coach, mm-hmm. and we were linebacker or something. And I, I take I th- sports taught a lot too. Mm-hmm. I, I think sports with hard coaches, you know, that demanded perfection, demanded yeah. stuff. Right? Um, I think I missed a tackle, and I got up, and he no, I got burnt. I was a cornerback on that mm-hmm. one. I got burnt, and he said, "Why'd you get burnt?" Well, he said, "I don't want to hear your excuses. Nobody cares." Yeah. I don't care about your excuses. Yeah. It, you got beat. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, yeah, yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. And so from then on out, it was like, if I got beat, which didn't happen too often, mm-hmm. but it did. It, it, if I got beat deep or something, it was always, that was on me. And then you see the example, though, of parenting. Yeah. Through him. That tells you he had yeah. great parents. Just, just different things that we pick up from people being disciplined. Mm-hmm. Nobody say yeah. On us. Yeah, I mean, this one goes minor to major. Respect. Yeah. Respect. If you respect yourself, you're going to respect your parents. Right. But if you haven't taught to respect, you're lost. Right. And they create buildings for people like that. Yeah, and it's a for-profit system. Yeah, they will stop there. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. And, and it's not based, I, I could go on, it's not based on any one particular person. It's based on the low income. So you think that has a lot to do with it? Yes. I mean, I keep, I'm not going into that, but people get trapped in those situations. I think so, too. Not because they, I think they, I think it's purposely trapped. I think it's, it's not. It's generational. It's becoming generational and it's becoming okay to just have enough. Right. That's no disrespect to any of those people because they, you know, they deserve whatever they deserve. Right. Um, but um, ask. What does the, like the Bible get, say? What's the Bible ask for much and you will receive? Yeah, I, I just I'm trying to be careful what I say. Yeah. My uh, stepson, me and him was talking, and he said um, he's talking about a young man he went to school with that just got in trouble, mm-hmm. and he says uh, he called me pops. He said pops, I'm. He was a great guy when he was in school. Yeah. So the streets did that to him? Yeah. There's no education in the street. Yeah. It looks good. It's on the TV. It looks good to be tough. 
Um, it looks good to make people feel inferior. Right. Because that's what we're teaching. Right. So what are you expecting? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, we, we put it on social. It, it all goes viral. The disrespect of teachers. The yes, disrespect to say that. Uh, of just individuals. If at all. I had because a disrespect to my teacher, my mom would have been at, my mom and dad would have been at the school before I got my last word out. Right. And they'd have watched me be disciplined. Yeah. In any way she see fit. Right. In a respectful manner. Right. And I appreciate it. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I just feel like the, world, the kids are lost and they don't own bosses. Mm-hmm. My mom, like, go in the room, the room, door shut, door shut. What are you talking about, the door shut? You can't come in here. My mom was like, you don't live here then. Right. You know? And when it was happening to me as a young man, I didn't understand it. But as a grown man, I thank them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Keep me between the lines, mm-hmm. knowing that I was going to get out, out of the line, because I did. But see, that's, hey, the, I feel the parents are there to keep you in the line. Just, hey, no, no, you can't do that. Back over here. Mm-mm. You know, oh, no, you're getting a little far on that. Get back over here. Let, let's keep you right here. Yeah. And, and you, can, you can play within here because then you can be respectful. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the thing nope. is, I, as a parent, I just want to see my child do better than what I do. Well, he will. You know? You're going to give him all the information you have. That, so it's going to be extra. Yours is extra. Right. You're going to learn, too. I just, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, I feel like they're just reaching. They don't, like I say, they don't have the father figures. Of any race, um, in the poor community, uh, there's a good example. Now, there are good examples there, no doubt. Yeah. No, no, I'm not, and I, I'm not the I example. I think there's one off, but if you look at the majority of the numbers, yeah, right. I, I, I don't know. I'll have to look at the stats. Yeah, uh, the problem with the school, like all this is going on with the schools, it all starts at home. Right. So if I can't tell my child to sit down, he's going to call social services. Then what do you think he's going to do when he gets to school? Yeah. Like. Teach them that that woman or man is a mother or father, just like I am, mm-hmm. as your parent. Would you want them to t- treat me like that? Right. What would you do if one of your classmates smacked me? Yeah. The same thing. And, and knowing that, oh, I'm going to call my daddy, he's going to beat you up, Miss Teacher. No, 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 no. Right. If you call my daddy and my mom, it's going to be the exact opposite. Yeah. They ain't even going, oh, man, what did he do? And that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. Not to where I'm afraid of her. I told one of my guys that I helped, I said, uh, your dad's went all the way out on the edge to help you. And it's time for you to show, you, show him what, you've, what he's taught you. Mm-hmm. And don't quit. I never say start because you already started. And I never say start over. But just don't quit. Just don't quit. Remember, he struggled to keep you alive. He struggled to keep food on the table. If he wanted to kill you, he'd get rid of you before you came. Right. Um, and he just smiles at me and he's like, man, I'm like, dude, you got to go for it. Right. You got to go for it. And right. he's in college now and he, he didn't want to go. I told him to go. Mm-hmm. You don't want to work at the university if you want to be a marine biologist. You need to go back to school. Right. And enjoy it. Right. I said, if you go and you don't like it, quit. I'm not going to be mad with you. But to quit before, the, before you get a chance, yeah. No. Because yeah. then you missed the opportunity. Right. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you said you know you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say it. I told you. I told the, you. No, but I, I, I totally agree <coughs> on that. Um, uh, and, you know, we could go down yeah. the, that, that rabbit hole in those conversations a lot because I think you and I are. Clem. Yeah. Very similar. 
Very similar with mm-hmm. that. You got um, I got a goatee and you got a beard. That's all the difference. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all the difference. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But um, now I um uh, the guy who helped me in settle, I started um he had me start another business, first class investments. Um it was super when it first started. Yeah. He says, uh, boo, you're gonna get all the education you need in the next four years, you don't need to go to college. And me being bullheaded, oh I can handle it, I can do anything. Right. Well, he was right. It was a lot. Yeah. And friends tend to step away when you're struggling. Yeah. So I had to, with my parents and my sister and my wife, I had to muscle through. Yeah. Some things were said from different people that hurt me, but uh-huh. it made me stronger. Right. Because I got to prove you wrong now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not only am I going to prove you wrong, I'm going to make you tell me that I proved you wrong. Right. I'm going to be better than what you said I was going to be. Well, and that just goes back to your thing, right? Um, just... Keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. We're not going to quit. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to just keep learning. I think keep the L, there's, there's W's for wins and L's for learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's not loss. Because no. you, cause you no did loss. lose. Just look at everything that you gained. I've lost money on deals mm-hmm. right? that I learned more lessons on that make me better. I just have one. So I call it paying for my education. We just, right? had, we just had one. We had to put us. We were selling the house, and um, it needed a septic system. Mm-hmm. So uh, the deal was, we would pay half, and then when it closed, it would come out of the more, out of the payment. Well, halfway to the closing, the money wasn't there. Right. But I'm already on the contract. Right. So I had to pay this man ten nine ten thousand dollars put the septic in that I didn't have. Right. Um, that's growing pain right there. And I, I, there was nobody. Pride keeps you from asking. Right. And um, I'm hearing this man giving me an opportunity to make it. And he says, you have integrity, boo. You can do it. I don't want to ask you. Right. Which I, need, I needed to, though. Well, I think, and, and we talk about this in my mastermind groups and, and the guys that I talk about. Um, we talk about as entrepreneurs and as um, men, mm-hmm. when we're going through shit, when we're going through stuff, yeah. we tend to clam up. Yeah. We, we tend to internalize everything yeah. and we don't reach out for help and we don't, we don't, we, we create these scenarios in our head, oh, oh, yeah. you know, and yeah. we play that reel yeah. over and yeah. over and over yeah. again to where it comes into a monster. Mm-hmm. And when all we really need to do is just ask for help because asking for help is not a sign of weakness. No, I felt like that, um, if I asked for help, I, I felt like I was failing. Right. Considering thinking that they're looking at me a certain way, like, you know, he's really making progress. I'm not making progress. I'm not to my standards. Right. <laughs> um, so I just, I don't know, man. It's been tough. Uh, and and uh, I wish I had asked some people for some help. Yeah. But I didn't feel like they would understand. But we always feel that way. We all... You know, you hear these guys, everybody's going through something. I hear that, yeah. Every day. Every, when we're walking down that street, that person that we pass, that we say hi to, they're going through something. I understand that, yeah. We're going through something, right? They might have something that can, we just got to, I feel like we, we got to share our problems <laughs> yes. more. Yes. And in school, yeah. here's another thing that I don't really like about the public school system. In school, we... We sit in our, we take these tests and we're, we're, we don't get to collaborate with anybody. Mm-mm. We, we got to make sure that we take the test and we, you know, know score this. Yeah. Yeah. But in life, 
It's not like that. In life, it is a collaboration of, let me use your strengths, let me use your strengths, mm-hmm. and let's pull this together and make this happen. Yeah. Right? And that's how business works. Mm-hmm. That's how anything, mm-hmm. anything else in life other than the school system works. Mm-hmm. Right? And I get, you have, to, you have to test to see if the aptitude is that person doing any work and getting better. I get that. But it's also alienating a lot of people. A lot of people, and then we, <laughs> and then we're so young when we start this. Mm-hmm. It, as we get older, we just hold on to those habits. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I can't. I got a problem. I don't know the answer to. I can't ask. I can't Nobody. ask my friend. People think I'm not intelligent, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've been. I've been in some bad situations. Um, I'm kind of. I've had some bad situations with that business, as far as. Power issues, power getting cut off, and yeah. not having enough money to, to pay the electric bill, and it's crazy high. And I go to my landlord and I talk to him about it. He doesn't care. Right. He says, You're behind on your rent. You want electricity or you want this building to stay in? Yeah. And I'm like, Wow, that was discipline. Yeah. And he says, I'll get you some electricity, but you got a month to give me my money. Right. And it, it made me not have the power cut off anymore. Right. And my friends stepped away, not all of them. Yeah. They, oh, this is too hard. I don't want to do it. They assume that I have more than I do. Uh-huh. That was the issue. Gotcha. I want, I'm not even going to say envious or nothing like that because I don't think they're envious of me. Yeah. But I, I think they assume that I have more than I do. Yeah. I told them I'm a duck on the pond. I'm looking real smooth on the top. I look under the water. My feet are kicking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Stay afloat. And um, that was a learning experience for me with the lecture bill. So I said, okay, this is your problem, not their problem. Right. And I fixed it. And I didn't go back to the guy who helped me because I was embarrassed. Right. Because I knew what he was going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fix it. Yeah. You know? And you did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Because w- when problems come up and we have, w- as human beings, when problems come up, when we, we see it, we're, we got we to gotta fix them as yeah. entrepreneurs. Yeah. Right? How do I fix this problem? It's like, and then stick to it. All right. Mm-hmm. I got I to gotta <laughs> see this through. I got to push. I got to yeah. make this happen. And um, you just, you just, that separates. That separates. It just tells you a lot about somebody. Yeah. You know? I don't want to feel like I'm, like I'm, I have an edge on everybody. That's not so. I may no, push I, a little harder than they do, but I got a guy that works for me. He says that I, I'm, I like putting puzzles together. Yeah. He said, man, you always doing something. Yeah. The strenuous has got your mind over here and over there, but you always work it out. Yeah. He said, you come in here in a panic, in two days you fix it. Well, I, I just like the, the challenge. I well, mean, what else are we going to do? True. We're going to sit at home? Yeah. Yeah. Take money from the government and just sit there and not there ain't do anything? enough money. They're going to tax that. You <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I don't, I don't, um, the government's not giving them enough money to live off, period. Yeah. If you don't want anything, sure, it's plenty. Yeah. No disrespect to anybody listening. Yeah. But if you, if you want something, then that's not going to be enough. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I don't think that a lot of people in that situation have an opportunity to change. Do they give themselves a chance to have that opportunity? When we live in a world where we think we hate each other, who are you supposed to ask? I can't ask my brother because he may be jealous. I can't ask my friend because he don't look like me. What? I don't get it. I'm like, we're bigger than that. Yeah. Well, I am. Uh, I'm just like it's it's all the education that we're given as we're getting raised up. You were raised by a, you know a good woman, 
a good mom and, and dad. good parents. Mom and dad. Yeah, yeah mom and dad. Have, they still the mom, chasing yeah. me around. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, they, they, they raised you up right. Yeah, me and my sister, yes. You know? Yeah. And that's... that's that. I didn't think so at first. When I was going through it as a child, I didn't think they were doing right. But as an adult, yeah, for sure. Because I know how to respect you right. based on what my father taught me. I know how to respect my wife based on what my dad showed me with his wife. Right. And that's how I live. Like going, like learning from your parents and, and doing that. Like mm-hmm. my dad, he, he can talk to anybody, mm-hmm. right? But as a kid, I saw him talking to everybody, mm-hmm. you know, talking to the cashier behind the counter. Why not? Give them, make them smile. Yeah, there it is. How do we do that? How do yeah. we crack a little joke, mm-hmm. make them smile, you know, bring some light to their, mm-hmm. to their, uh, to their life, right? Look, I got a, off script just a second. Um, I guess I, my uncle, he's been on vacation for some time. Since he was 19, he's 60. And I didn't ask him about the violence of his vacation. Mm-hmm. I said, how did you survive? He said, it's hard. I asked him what would he do to change the vacation system, for lack of words. Yeah. He says, uh, when a man gets 40 years and he's got a child at home and a wife, and you take all his means of taking care of him, them people from him, then he has nothing else to live for. Right. So how about you let him make some money so he can send his people so maybe you have a wife after 10 years when he gets out of prison, he won't be violent. Right. My uncle got out Six years ago, seven years, I can't remember. And I talked to him. I was like, we don't do racism. Mm-hmm. Leave my wife alone. Right. And we're going to move forward from here. Yeah. Well, he's got a really good job right now. Yeah. And he, when I see him, he just smiles. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, how's it going? He says, it's going good. Don't look at the other man because he don't look like you and have fault. Look at him as support. Right. Make him your friend. Yeah. And move forward. And that's exactly what he did. He's got a really good job. And I'm so proud of him. Because the system had him down. Right. And he was destined to go right back. Right. And tell somebody, not only myself, his sisters stopped and said, hey, man, but we don't want to see you in this situation anymore. Yeah. And a lot of the kids in the low-income neighborhoods, same thing. Yeah. The people they reach out to is the ones in the nice cars and doing dumb stuff. Right. But like I told the police officer, the guy you pulled over with that nice car, all his money on the ground. Mm-hmm. And he said, what does that mean? In them rims and tires. He doesn't have any money. Right. So we, why are you bothering him? Yeah. You know who the head is. You know who the head is. It's, it's an ecosystem. Mm-hmm. It's just an ecosystem. It's all about money. If you teach these kids they can have anything they want and give them some direction and a, some, a few good examples, then I believe 75% of them will go forward. Yeah. They just need better. Don't put them on no medication. Better better role models. But you got to allow the parents to be role models. You can't can't dictate how they take care of their kids, and we don't have any. Right. Like, my mom and dad did a great job. My aunt did a great job. My mom got a huge family. Nobody, I mean, these people got in trouble. Everybody, somebody gets lost every now and then. Right. But they don't have to stay lost, especially when they come out. You can give them some advice. You know, um, don't give them something expecting them to come back. Yeah. Because they haven't learned that part. Right. But, uh, yeah. 
I'm talking too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Go. I just feel like it, it, the world's not that complicated. We just make it complicated. We make the it. problems that we're having are not that complicated. We're making them complicated. Yeah. Just just talk to people. Yeah. Be Why nice. Not? Talk to if people. If they say something out of the way, you know not to speak to them no more. Right. Period. He'd hurt my feelings, so what? Right. Just words. What's that? Sticks and stones. Man, I do people every day. They, I could care less what they think about me. I could, you don't pay me. You don't love me. I don't care about you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what, here, I love this Dion quote. I, like, I've been following Dion a lot Dion lately. Sanders? Okay. Deion Sanders, mm-hmm. when, at, when he's at Colorado. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been listening to a lot what he what he says, and I love his coaching technique. He's hard. He's disciplined. I, I, I really enjoy it. And um, he said in a pro- press conference, I don't care what you say about me because my thoughts about me good. are good. Yeah. Like, I, that's exactly how I feel. You know, I feel the same way. I, I was like, man, that is, that is awesome advice. Like, I have my thoughts about me. Or my thought, like I care about those. I don't care about yeah. what your and thoughts are. I haven't are. been there, but I'm there now. I feel the same way. I really don't. I mean, I'm, okay. Yeah. It's your loss. You don't get to hear what I got to say. I don't get to hear what you got to say. It's your loss, not mine. Well, Gilbert, I, the show's coming to an end, man. Right. I appreciate you. Um, Thank you coming sure. on. I mean, it's awesome conversation. We I could yeah. go on this yeah. for a long time. Um, yeah. I, my wife was probably like, this is exactly what he w- would talk about yeah. all day Have long, every day. Go a little further. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But get the beep beep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gilbert, first class detailing, check them out. Customer service is his thing. Yeah. Um, where, and where can they find you? 2140 Berkmar Drive. 2140 Berkmar Drive. 2140 Berkmar Drive. Check them out there. They can get you, they can find your phone number online. Yep. First class detailing. Yep. Or just ask somebody with a clean car. They had to come from us. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, Gilbert, thank you so much, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you coming thank you, on. Man. I really do. Really do. Thank you. And uh, we'll go from there. Thanks. Right. Guys, uh, next week we have one more show uh, before Christmas. So excited to bring that to you all. And then uh, then we'll have Christmas. And then it'll be the, it, the new year. It's coming up quick. Set your goals. Get those ready. Don't wait until the end of the year. Get them ready for January 1st to, to get going. You should have already been doing it anyway, but make sure you, you have those goals so you're looking at um, 2024 uh, ready to go. Okay, Get those going. Lay them out. Make them happen. If you like, share this. Uh, like and share this podcast. Um, and, and, hey, I appreciate you joining us, and we'll talk to you later.